Welcome to Write Into Your High Calling with author and professor Sherry McGriff. Write Into Your High Calling is dedicated to inspiring you, equipping you, and challenging you to steward the call of writing that God has on your life. So if you're up for it, let's get started. Hi guys, Sherry here. Hello, hello, hello. Now, if you've been listening for a while, uh, you'll notice that I can't really come on here and do a podcast if God doesn't give me something to say to you. Um, How people do them every week, I don't even know. (laughs) But I do have a word from the Lord for you. um, And this is really important. Now, if you've recently been listening and you've listened to the first 10 episodes uh, recently, you know, you this won't really make a lot of sense to you. But <laughs> but we are in a new season, uh, 2021. If um, you're listening later, um, this is being recorded in 2021. And I haven't had an episode since January, and I am now in October. And that wasn't the plan, of course, but the Lord just really didn't give me anything to say. Um, It's been such a strange season for everyone, right? But I do have something to tell you today. So um, early this morning, I was given Psalm 45.1. And if you're familiar with the scriptures, you'll know that Psalm 45.1 is the one that says, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. you know, your tongue is like a pen. But specifically when we're talking to writers and authors, when we use our pen or a computer, when we write, we have to go. And what is a ready writer? It's a it's a person who's got a word in season and out of season. They're always ready. They're ready. Um, you might say, well, that's kind of ironic considering you haven't given us word during the rest of the year, <laughs> which, which is true. But um, uh, so let me read you this scripture in the Passion Translation. This is Psalm 45, 1. And the Passion Translation says this, My heart is on fire, boiling over with passion, bubbling up within me are these beautiful lyrics as a lovely poem to be sung for the king. Like a river bursting its banks, I'm overflowing with words. I am overflowing with words, spilling out into the sacred story. That's what it's like when God has put a word inside of us, a story, a book, a blog, um, a video, a song. That's what it's like inside of a writer when you have a a message bursting to get out. But you know, sometimes we uh, ignore those promptings, right? Well, I want to encourage you today to let the words bubble forth and and I'm going to pray for you at the end. Okay, so that was one thing I needed to tell you. And this is going to be a very short (laughs) little podcast today. Um, So what I heard this morning is, 
from the Lord. Well, actually, it wasn't this morning. It was this afternoon. Um, so this is a word to you from the Lord. Writers. The time of relying on big tech and Amazon and Apple and other platforms is over. Authors, you cannot rely on these platforms anymore. Anymore, It's time for you to create your own platforms. It's time for you to network. It's time to network with other kingdom believers. People hold puzzle pieces. I will connect you and the pieces will come together seamlessly as you connect and create your own platforms. You cannot rely on traditional publishing or the gatehouse keepers anymore. You cannot rely on them. Now is the decade of indie publishing. It's time to go forward. Create your own publishing houses. Create your own editorial networks. Create your own social media. It's time to create. Your tongue is the tongue of a ready writer. And I have given you all that you need to be able to create new things. And where you say, God, but God, I don't know technology. And God, I don't know how to do this. And I don't know how to do that. I just said, people hold the puzzle pieces and I will put together the puzzle. But you must go forward. You must create new platforms. The harvest is ready and you are the laborers. You are the laborers. Yes, focus on your craft. Yes, learn and learn. But it's time to write. It's time to write. It's time to go forward and create your own networks and platforms. You must prepare for the generation to come. Yes, you are in the end times, but you are not at the end of time. So you must prepare for the generation to come. Your writing will leave a legacy. Your writing will leave a legacy to the next generation, the next generation in your own family and your neighbor's family and across the world. But it's time. Where you have felt stuck and you couldn't write because of the chaos going around you, I will stop that chaos in your mind if you wait on me, if you silence yourself. If you be still and you turn off the distractions, I will speak to you, I will speak through you, and I will help you gather in the harvest. But you must, you must stop the distractions now and connect, 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 connect. And as you go forward and you rest and you remove the distractions, close your eyes, go for a walk, go for a run, and I will download the blueprints to you of your next step. I will downla- download the plans in you of how to connect and whom to connect with. But you must rest in me while you wait on me. And I will speak to you 
and I will speak through you. Whether you speak on a stage, in a church, in a park, in a parking lot, in a car, or through your riding, I will speak through you. I will give you the blueprints. I will give you the plans. Now it's true. The wealth of the wicked is truly laid up for the just. So I will provide the money. I will give you all provision. And I will provide the time to get these things in place for the next generation. But even in the next two years, two years from now, your platform should not look the same. Two years from now, your backlist should not look the same as it does right now. So I will give you the time. I will give you the provision. I will give you the finances. And I will give you the connection. But to hear it, to find it, to know it, to receive it, you must let go of distractions and be at my feet, worshiping, praying, decreeing my word over yourself, your writing, your family. Ignore the chaos going around you. Listen to me intently. I will tell you what you need to prepare for physically in your own family. Let go of the rest. I will take care of you. But it's time to write and connect and prepare for the next generation because truly we have just turned the page. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Now, some of you might be like, what was that? That's called a prophetic word. Um, I don't normally give that on here, <laughs> as you know, or publicly. But um, it's a new page. It's a new time, right? A new chapter. Okay, so let me um, pray for you. Uh, and basically, we're, we're pretty much finished today. So I'm really going to pray Psalm 45, 1 over um, you, over all of us. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Um, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for every person who's listening that, and I pray this over them, and I pray this over myself, that our hearts would be on fire for you. Our hearts would be on fire for you. Lord, I pray that we would boil over with passion for you. That yes, our tongue would be the pen of a ready writer who has a word in season and out of season. But Lord, I pray that we would that we would bubble up within us, would bubble up with beautiful lyrics and words to you and about you and stories would bubble up out of us onto the page and onto our computers and uh, into our keyboards and onto our blogs and whatever else, the song lyrics, that these things would bubble up inside of us as a lovely poem, a testimony of you, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, that these words would bubble up inside of us and that we would do all this for you, our King. 
that everything we do for others in even right would be for you, our King, because you are our King, King Jesus. Lord, I pray that like a river bursting its banks, the words would be inside of us, would come out bursting like a river bursting its banks. Lord, I pray that each of us, we would be overflowing with words. We would be overflowing with words and stories and songs and poems that spill out of us and spill out of us the sacred story of Yeshua HaMashiach, the the sacred story of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I pray that each of us, these words would overflow out of us, that we would be overflowing with words, spilling out of us, onto the keyboards, onto our, our notebooks, onto paper, with our pens, the sacred story of the gospel of Jesus Christ, even our screenplays and, and plays, Lord, that we would spill over, that we would be bursting and bubbling up with words in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. So let's talk a little bit about... Um, you know, the word that I just gave that I got this, this afternoon. And honestly, um, when he said that we had to prepare our own platforms, I was like, what? So what is it? What does that look like? Well, if we look at the platforms that we all have, um, one internet, internet goes down. What do you do? Um, even if you have a website, now, again, it, he's saying we have to prepare for the next generation. But even in the next two years, our our, our uh, writing business has to look different than it does now. But let's look at some of the things we rely on. Um, if you have a website, and I have a couple of them, okay, we might own the domain name. But let's say your hosting takes you down, WordPress takes you down, Wix takes you down, Bluehost, GoDaddy, whatever you use, it's gone. So you think you own something and you actually don't, right? Um, we saw Facebook go out, uh, I believe it was yesterday, um, if you're listening to this currently, October 5th, I believe it went out, uh, 2021 went down and um, now maybe you don't use Facebook, but that went down and, you know, they can ban you, you can have followers on there, you can have your run your businesses on there and they can just make it disappear. Same thing with Twitter. We saw that many years come in the past. Um, but look at other things, uh, apps. Now, do I think getting an app as an author is a good idea? I do think it is a good idea. However, I believe it, God is talking about further that we have to look at for the next generation to prepare to have our own things, our own technology. And again, he will provide those puzzle pieces of those people that know how to do different things. Like somebody might be really great in technology and creating this or that or having their own satellite. I don't know anyone who has their own satellite, but, you know, um, people do. Uh, We have to rely on each other. So someone might know how to work a satellite or create one, but they might not know how to write a sentence that's not in code. You know what I'm saying? So we all have different gifts, but God is going to connect us. We'll have these divine appointments and divine connection connections. And and as we wait on him, as we trust him, as we pray and we get silent before him and, uh, and get rid of all the distractions, 
um, then we'll be able to hear his voice a lot clearer. And when we have a lot of things coming in, um, you know, it is hard to concentrate. It's hard to focus. If you're always on the phone, chit-chatting with your friends, uh, if you're always on social media, media, chatting with your friends, or if you're watching TV all the time or YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, it's hard to hear the Lord. It just is. Now, for me, it's easier to hear the Lord when I'm outside in nature. Um, but part of that, well, because you have natural sounds around you, even though I do live in a neighborhood, I do hear other things like my AC goes on and off, but I'm thankful for AC. Uh, I might hear um, construction trucks or traffic, or et cetera. But being outside, it probably has a lot to do with trees and and flowers and grass and, you know, natural oxygen, more oxygen, maybe outside, um, depending on where you live. But getting outside helps me quite a lot. And in fact, when I find myself really um, discombobulated or just, I can't focus, I can't think, etc. If I go outside, I'm able to still myself a lot better. So if you don't have a place where you can go and feel like you, you can be still and know that he is God, um, then ask him to help you find that place. Um, there's a place that I go in scooter. I actually haven't scootered in a while. And when I say scooter, it's like a kick scooter. And um, so when I would go do that, I, I would be able to uh, focus on him a lot better and also just, you know, be have a lot more peace. So you might have to um, look into those things. Most writers do have places that they go right. And so you know that if you don't have some of the same surroundings, a lot of times it's hard to write. And so I'm sure you know that. Um, but he, he will provide that. Um, some practical um, ideas is to have paper and pen or pencil by your bed. Um, you could do voice recording on your phone a lot of times, but you might want to have your phone away from you when you sleep. Um, some kind of flashlight, perhaps, if you need to write in the middle of the night. It's not easy. Not everyone does that kind of thing, but some do, of course. So he's going to give us the plans and the blueprints. But again, it's so we're talking about in the next two years, our platform should look different. Our backlist should look different, which means we need to be writing more. And I'm preaching to myself as well. Um, or he's talking to me as well. But also within the next 20 years. So we have to get some things in place. And, um, but this is not to put you in fear. This is just, he's telling you to wait on him, to be still so you can hear him, get rid of distractions so you can hear him clearly for your own life and for writing. And then he'll show you what you need to prepare. So he's going to do it. And we don't have to worry about that as long as we are getting still and being with him. And that of course means reading the word as well, praying the word. I believe that was part of what I just said, um, that you released through me. So uh, I want to leave you with that, and for now, you can still find me on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me on Twitter, and uh, sometimes I'm just getting out of jail from Facebook, but um, that's not going to stop me. Another thing I want to um, say, and I will pray for you as well, if you got the uh, the jab, <laughs> uh, the vaccine, 
let me pray for you. Um, some of you probably know, and this is not a judgment. So honestly, the things I say that God gives me to say, I could be pretty bold um, in, in some of the things I say. It's not a judgment. It, it's not a judgment. That, but we know that the vaccine it, it isn't meant for evil and it's not meant for good. Now, does that mean that every person involved in getting people the vaccine is has bad intentions? No, absolutely does it not. It does not mean that. But it's it's meant to harm and it's meant to uh this is the things I got earlier in this year. And again, God has not com- had me come on and say these things, but I'll just say them now. Um it's meant to sterilize a generation. It was meant to kill off a generation um and to uh actually kill off a couple generations so they will rely on the government and the more boosters you get it's messing with the dna dna so this is not a judgment if you got it and you felt like you should at the time and now you regret it or maybe you feel great which i'm very happy about um but if you have resisted continue to resist okay and and god will take care of you he he will he absolutely will that doesn't mean it's going to be easy and that doesn't mean it's not scary, right? But he will take care of you. But if you did get it, let me pray for you right now. So in the name of Jesus, we just take authority, for, we take authority over this vaccine and the boosters that were ingested. Lord, you said we could drink or eat any deadly thing and it would not harm us. So this these vaccines and boosters, we take authority over them and we bless them with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over them and we bless them with the blood of Jesus. Let every remnant of the what's been in the vaccines, in these jabs, in your body, be covered by the blood of Jesus. We cover it with the blood of Jesus that speaks a better word. Lord, we pray, pray for a blood infusion and transfusion from the cross of Jesus Christ. And we take authority over any side effects, any negative side effects, any damage. We take authority over that and we say, be reversed in Jesus' name. Be reversed in Jesus' name. Let any palsy, Bell's palsy that has happened, be reversed in Jesus' name. Any little mini strokes, all seizures, let them be reversed in Jesus' name. And we say to be normal. Oh, any blood clots, we apply the blood of Jesus to them and say to dissipate easily with no damage in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We apply the blood of Jesus over your lungs. If you got COVID from the jab or being around or just getting it. We apply the blood of Jesus to your lungs and we say, breathe the breath of God, breathe into them. We just breathe the breath of God into you in Jesus' name. We say pneumonia, dry up in Jesus' name. Excess fluid on the lungs, dry up in Jesus' name. Dry up in Jesus' name and be removed from their lungs. Take a deep breath. Breath of God, breathe into them. Holy Spirit, we just ask that your presence overwhelm them now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Lord, we just remind you 
that you were wounded for our transgressions. You were wounded for this person who's listening right now, their transgressions. You were internally bruised for the iniquities in their family. The chastisement of your peace was upon them. The the peace of mind that they need, you took you took that torment that they were in. You took it at the cross. So we speak the peace of God over their mind. And by the stripes, those beatings you received, they are healed. Say, I am healed. I am healed. Uh, I am healed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are healed. You are healed. So that was Isaiah 53. Uh, four and five. Um, let me read this from the passion, uh, the passion translation is my favorite at this point. Um, yet he was the one who carried our sicknesses. Okay. Let me read it to you, personalizing it for you. Yet he, Jesus was the one who carried your sicknesses and endured the torment of your suffering. My writer friend here. We viewed him as one who was being punished for something he himself had done as one who was struck down by God and brought low. But it was because of your rebellious deeds, my rebellious deeds, our rebellious deeds that he was pierced. And because of our sins, your sins, my sins, that he was crushed. He endured the punishment that made us completely whole. He endured the punishment that made you completely whole, my dear writer friend. And in his wounding, you found your healing. I found my healing. We found our healing. Back when he went to the cross, that's when he did it. So sickness, disease, infirmity is trespassing. So in the name of Jesus, you spirit of infirmity, you spirit of COVID, you are trespassing and we evict you. And we can say that because the scripture says that he, Jesus, Yeshua, endured the punishment that made us completely whole. And in his wounding, we found our healing. So, you spirit of infirmity, you must leave now in the name of Jesus. Get out and go to the pit and await the judgment in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, you know, depending on what... um type of traditional or, or church that you go to, you, you might not pray the way I do, but um, it's, it's scriptural. So I just want to bless you. Now, if you don't know Jesus and you happen to be listening to this and maybe you have been sick or maybe you took the jab, these things apply to you. So, but, but let me um, tell you, your life will never be the same. I don't know how people get through life and they don't have the Lord. I mean, I made enough mistakes early on. I still make mistakes. But the difference is that when I make a mistake now, uh, even past mistakes, God takes that those things and he turns them around for my good. But that only comes through Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but through him. So if you would like to... Um, to pray and ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life and to save you, to rescue you, to deliver you, to help you walk through this life and this chaos in the world, 
then right now, just repeat this after me. Or, in, or say it in your own words the way you want to. Uh, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of all the things I've ever done, all the mistakes I've ever done. Whether I knew I was making a mistake uh, or I didn't know. Whether I was doing something on purpose that I knew it was wrong or I didn't know. Forgive me of all of that. Cleanse me. Make me clean. Forgive me of all these things. And Lord, I, I want you to be the Lord of my life. I've messed up my life enough on my own. Be the Lord of my life. Guide my life. I give my life to you. Make something of it. Use me to bring others to you. Help me. Help me. Save me. And I ask these things in your name. And also, let's ask him to this. And Father, and Jesus, I ask you to fill me with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit and the baptism of fire. Make me on fire for you. Fill me. Give me that new language with the evidence of of new language of the Holy Spirit. Of speaking in tongues. They call it tongues, which means in language, right? But give me this new special language between you and me. Just fill me with your Holy Spirit. And fill me with your fire to win more to you. I don't want to be lost anymore. I don't want to be led by lost people. You are the way, the truth, and the life. Lead me through my life. Save my family too. Save me. In Jesus' name. So if you prayed this and uh, you asked him to fill you with the Holy Spirit, First off, welcome to the family. Yay! Woohoo! Um, your life will never be the same and it's going to get better. That doesn't mean you won't have problems. Um, but he will be the one who will help you. And I recommend getting a Bible and um, starting to read maybe like um, the book of Luke or or even Mark first. And just, you know, focus on reading that. Um, and... Um, reading psalms, uh, P-S-A-L-M-S, psalms, which means songs. Um, they're kind of like songs and poems and different things. They're really encouraging, and it's amazing how God will speak to you through those. But, you know, just, and even watching The Chosen would be so helpful to kind of really get a grasp on who this God is, because he's amazing. Jesus is amazing. But anyway, so if you asked him to fill you with the Holy Spirit, so you're, you just start thanking him and praising him if you fear you might hear like weird uh, sounding words inside you and you just like speak them out and the more you do it the uh, the easier it gets so I'm gonna do it and I just want you to start praising him and thanking him and saying I love you Jesus and thank you and just let words flow and just do it so I'm gonna practice practice with you and so when we do this is a couple different things we're we're speaking um we're praying mysteries the Holy Spirit prays through us this way also can um so if we don't know what to pray, sometimes we can just pray in the Spirit. And like, we don't know what to pray. We don't know how to pray about some situation. Just praying in the Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. Praying in tongues can be called those three things usually. He'll pray through us, but we're praying back and forth to the Father. Um, 
it also builds us up our spirit up inside it's kind of like you know you're going to lift weights or you're going and doing cardio you're working your heart you're working your muscles you're building it up so when you pray in the spirit you're building up your spirit so let's pray おしからまつやのもとしやまかいろしからばたおらやもしやまいやどかやらましからばさだおやなまこでましからばしからばとしやまおんどもやとしやまかいろしからばさてらそんやらばやんじょしやまりやろしやまこでやまとしやまやと
I will pour out my spirit on everybody and cause your sons and daughters to prophesy, which I did earlier. And your young men will see visions and your old men will experience dreams from God. The Holy Spirit will come upon all my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. I will reveal startling signs and wonders in the sky above and mighty miracles on the earth below. Blood and fire and pillars of clouds will appear for the sun will be turned dark and the moon blood red before that great and awesome appearance of the day of the Lord. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So if you called on the name of the Lord tonight, you will be saved. Okay, I'm looking for how many it said um, came to the Lord that day. I'm not seeing how many. It was a lot of people just came to the Lord that day. Gosh, I know it's here. Um, so we're t- I'm looking in Acts 2. I'm sure some of you know how many. Okay. Huh. I honestly, I'm not seeing it, but I'm in Acts 2. I know it was a lot of people were added to the church that day. Oh, here we go. Uh, okay, it was 3,000. Um, Acts 2, 41. Those who believed the word that day numbered 3,000. They were all baptized and added to the church. Amen. That's awesome. 3,000. Okay. I was thinking 300 was too low. So 3,000. Awesome. Okay, so this has gotten a little long. <laughs> it's supposed to be short. Uh, once I get started, it's hard for me to stop. But hopefully you were blessed by this today. Um, you can find me um, at sherrymcgriff.org, S-H-A-R-I-M-C-G-R-I-F-F dot O-R-G. Uh, and on um, Instagram as Sherry McGriff Author, Facebook Sherry McGriff, Sherry McGriff on Twitter as well. Um, you know, it's difficult time out there. Don't get distracted. Wait on the Lord. Read the word. Fill yourself with that every day. And you will be okay. All right. Amen, everybody. You have a great day. Until next time. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Right Into Your High Calling with Sherry McGriff. To support this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, to the podcast. And sign up for emails and lots of cool things at truthandfiction.substack.com. That's truthandfiction.substack.com. And if you're interested in being um, coached to writing your book or your book formatted, let me know. It's truthandfiction.substack.com. There's a contact form on there. And you can also comment on the articles and things I do. So have a wonderful day, everybody. God bless you. Until next time, keep writing.